Welcome to The Job, where we discuss tips and strategies for reducing stress and preventing burnout in the police. I'm Johnny Bevan and I'm the Police Burnout Coach and currently a serving police detective with 16 years experience in a variety of roles ranging from uniform policing, proactive squads, covert policing and child protection. I'm going to be sharing proven strategies on how to reduce anxiety, eliminate overwhelm, stop procrastinating and worrying what other people think so that you can become more productive and bring calm and balance to your life no matter what you're faced with. We're also going to talk about how to build trust and confidence in yourself so you can stop needing constant reassurance and validation from others to know that you're doing a good job. Working in the police doesn't have to be stressful and I'm going to show you how. So let's dive in. Hello people, how's it going? Today we are going to talk about the difference between self-confidence and confidence. Because before I started coaching, I certainly didn't know the difference between the two. And I always talked about confidence and how I relied on confidence. But I've come to realise actually, confidence is a byproduct. we don't want to rely on it. And we want to build self-confidence. And I think a great example of this is with me when I sort of do my public speaking. So public speaking has always been a fear of mine. Um, I remember when I had to do uh, my mate's best man speech. Oh, I was in for months. I was panicking about that. And then my sister asked me to do a speech at her wedding, and that sort of played on my mind for ages. So it was a real fear of mine. And through, obviously, as I've come through, sort of become a coach, and then I want to go out and speak to people about what I do, I've had to sort of overcome that fear. But that isn't confidence that's got me over that. And people said to me, I did a presentation the other day, and by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be the other week. But someone said to me, Corey, you must have so much confidence to get up there and speak like that. And I said, well, actually, it's not confidence that gets me up there. It's self, and I, feel, I said to them, I feel confident now because I've done so many of them. But what got me here was self-confidence. <clears throat> and what self-confidence is, Self-confidence is the willingness to feel negative emotions and have your own back. So basically you've got that sort of courage, you're willing to feel the nerves. So for me, public speaking, it's not about going, I want to get rid of the nerves. I'm just literally accepting I feel nervous and I accept why I feel nervous because I'm thinking I'm going to look stupid, I'm going to forget what to say which is crazy because I can never shut up and never, never, I don't know if I've ever run out of things to say. But that is a thought I have and that creates the nerves. But self-confidence is just going, I feel nervous because I'm thinking I'm going to forget what to say and that's okay. And then doing it anyway and being willing to be a beginner, being willing to make mistakes, really, just willing to be crap. Because <laughs> I, someone said to me, I was down in Wales once with my mum and dad and I met one of their friends. He had a great attitude and he just said, he said something along the lines of, if, if you want to be good at something, you've got to be willing to be bad at it. And it really stuck with me. I thought, yeah, he's onto something there. And that, this to me is what self-confidence is. I know <clears throat> I always wanted to be able to stand up and speak in front of people. I just seen people that would do it and I'd be in awe of them. It's just amazing. But what would stop me is the nerves I felt. And I thought, well, when I'm more confident, then I do it. But of course, confidence comes from experience. 
And what I didn't realize until a few years ago is actually what I needed was self-confidence. I needed to accept that when I do my first ones, they may not be that good. <laughs> People may not like it. But actually that willingness to feel those nerves, do that, and most importantly, have your own back is really key. Because I've found on this journey for me, there's people that have told me straight, I've had some horrific feedback saying, I actually kept one, I'll have to read it out one day on, on one of these podcasts. I actually had some feedback of other coaches I should go and see and they didn't like my approach. And, it's, and it, that was from the first presentation I did. But if I was relying on confidence, that would have knocked it and I just probably wouldn't have gone step forward again and done it. I would have just gone, oh no, it's not for me. But self-confidence allowed me to deal with all the, all the emotions that come up from that and take the learning from it. Because I've sort of got this rule that I will not judge myself or and I will notice the judgment when it comes up and I, just, I won't allow myself to buy into it. And that's what real self-confidence is. And a lot of people go, well, that's a bit arrogant because you're not going to learn. But we don't have to beat ourselves into learning. I think that's such a backward way of doing it. We can do it. We can learn and we can do it with compassion. And if you've got self-confidence and you've got that sort of compassion attached to it, then I really believe there's nothing you can't do. Because all you're going to do is choose something you want to do. So if you think for you it might be a promotion or a new work in a new area, well, if you've got self-confidence, you're just going to put yourself, throw yourself in, and you're going to be in there. You can be very vulnerable. You're going to make mistakes. But you're going to learn and you're just going to go again and again and again and you'll just get better and better and now when i do presentations i get people coming up saying that's really good can you go and speak to this person can you go and speak to them um do, do you do you record this so i can send it to people that i know but i wouldn't be in that position now if i hadn't been willing to put myself in that vulnerable position and that is the challenge really because just because you're self-confident then doesn't really doesn't mean that you suddenly enjoy it all it still feels bad but you accept that as part of the process <clears throat> and this is something I see um, lacking in the police quite a lot now and I think it's make people really struggle I see people that actually struggle to, like even ask for car keys we're, you know, we're all short on cars and you say oh, just go into main office and get the keys and they go oh, I don't really feel confident enough I don't know anyone in there but of course you can't rely on confidence because we're going to talk more about it in a minute but confidence is a byproduct of doing something over and over and over again but if you were self-confident you would be able to acknowledge that you feel nervous acknowledge where those nerves come from probably some fear of judgment which is perfectly normal but you do it anyway and then what happens is when you have self-confidence you go forward because you're willing to feel that negativity you go and ask for the keys and then you show your brain, actually, nothing really bad happened. Probably you got yourself a set of car keys and a lot quicker than sort of sitting in the office and, ask, you know, and not going to get them. And then you show yourself over and over again that actually everything's safe, There's no, you're not going to come to any harm. And then suddenly going asking for car keys isn't a problem. And for anyone listening who's not the police, you may think, why is he on about car keys? Why is he? But I see it's not always the big things that are making people feel nervous,
nervous and overwhelmed and anxious, there's often those little things. I was, someone come over and asked me if uh, I could help them with a radio the other day. And I said, well, I, I don't really know what I'm doing with that. And no one on our team did. So we said, well, go down to the um, uniformed officers. They deal with, they got radios obviously all the time. And but they went, well, what, they might think I'm, they might, I might look stupid. They might think I'm stupid. But that fear is what stops us then asking for the help. And then we go, well, if I was more confident, I'd ask for help. But we don't have the experience of asking for help, so then we can't be confident. And this is where self-confidence gets us going. So self-confidence is key. And let's talk a bit about confidence. So <clears throat> I think one of the best person, people that explains this is Dan Sullivan. And he says, to get anything, you need commitment, courage. Because if you've got commitment and courage, basically you commitment is that I'm going to do this no matter what. The courage is I'm willing to feel all the discomfort. And then what he says is when you do those things you get more experiences so you get the capability. So as you do more things you then get the capability. And then once you've done things you've got experience then you get the confidence. So the confidence is a byproduct and he calls it the four C's for obvious reasons. <laughs> so it's commitment, courage, capability and then confidence so you start with your commitment then you you got your courage your willingness to feel uncomfortable and then because you do more things you get the capability once you've done it over and over again then you get the confidence so suddenly the confidence becomes a byproduct but so many people are relying on this before they go and do something like not confident enough to go to get promotion but then they're not really getting the experience so they're never going to get the confidence. Or how they approach it is, is quite a sort of negative process. Whereas if you go, but I'm going to work, I'm going to build my self-confidence, and you're willing to feel all that discomfort, you're willing to have the judgment, and just take all this learning and keep moving forward, what you'll do is you'll get so much more experience, and then you'll get confident. And it's something I find my confidence has gone through the roof and people have always seen me as confident, but actually there's a lot of things I really didn't like doing. And I realised that was because I fought the fear. But self-confidence has enabled me, my understanding of self-confidence now, has enabled me to feel the fear and do it anyway. To recognise it's a perfectly natural thing. And because of that, when things come up, new things to try, I don't fear it. I don't, I don't fear those things. And then, because I'm getting so much experience and trying and willing to do new things, I, that, that in turn has made me so much more confident. And then you can look, use that experience to move you forward. So then when you see this working, then you go, well, I'm going to try something new now. And you feel nervous and all out, you know, bent out of shape because you sort of, oh, I don't know, I've not done this before. You've got evidence. You can look back and go, yeah, but actually this works. So this is part of the process, this not knowing, not being very good at it, making mistakes. That is all part of it. <clears throat> and then you know the confidence is going to come after. So that's my bit for you on difference self-confidence and confidence. If you need help building it, please get in touch. I'll put in my contact details in the, in the show notes. It is, for me, it's so important. 
it's something that's really sort of transformed my life for me. It's something that I drum into my kids about self-confidence, don't worry about confidence, that will come. And you'll suddenly find your opportunities open up no end. So I hope that helps. Have a great week and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening today. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from this podcast, please forward it on to them. And if you want to know any more, then please do not hesitate to email me at johnnybevan at outlook.com. That's J-O-N-N-Y-B-E-V-A-N at outlook.com. And also follow me on Instagram um, at Johnny Bevan or on Facebook. I am Johnny Bevan, the police burnout coach. Have a great time and I'll speak to you soon. Bye bye.